Hey everybody, it's James with the Comedypreneur Show, and today I want to talk to you guys about 10 techniques that will improve your stand-up comedy. Um, I love stand-up, right? I am a stand-up nerd. I own more joke books than probably most people, probably even a library, um, and I read jokes all the time, and so I always try to think of like, what are some things that other comedians can use to improve their stand-up, to, to kind of get to that next level a little bit faster, a little bit easier, um, and make it simple. So I have 10 things that I think will work for you. Now, this starting with this, I start by saying this. Learn how to write a setup punchline joke before you do anything else in comedy, before you try any other thing. Learn how to write a proper setup and punchline joke. If you can't do that, then none of these techniques are going to help you, right? So these are some things that are going to help you uh, to improve your, your sets, to build a bigger set, to just grow your comedy uh, ability and skill, okay? So we're going to start with tell funny stories. Now, we all like to have those stories that we tell with our family. The goal here is, when I say tell funny stories, is tell a story in relation to a situation in with someone, with other people, new people around. Now, figure out how they like it, what they like. If it's about somebody that you know, like you all know your Uncle Joey, obviously, if you're going to do that on stage... You have to figure out how to describe Uncle Joey and who he is before you tell that story. But telling the story and kind of understanding where the funny is in it when you tell it to people, those will help you build those longer bits and sets. That's what you want. Uh, the next part's going to be keep your stories concise. That means <laughs> that means don't do the thing where you start describing. It's not. It's not a. It's not a novel, right? Don't start describing stuff. So I met my Uncle Joey, and we were at the fishing spot, and the temperature was 74 degrees. The sky was blue. There were some clouds. Like, don't do that, right? You want to keep it clear. I went fishing with my Uncle Joey, blah, 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 right? You just boom, 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 boom. Hit the facts so you can get to the punchline as quickly as possible, which is the next thing. Make the end funny. The last thing you say should be the funniest thing, right? Um... Uh, I tell a lot of people always the last line, the last word you say should be the punchline that everyone laughs at, right? So if someone says, there's a story, you're telling a story, and you say, and Rebecca, a cat was in my car when I opened the door. Instead of saying, and you know what was in my car when I opened the door, Rebecca? A cat. Boom. That's your punchline right there. Like that last word should be the thing that makes them laugh. Uh, having the pu big punchline at the end with the last word being that punchline is what's going to get you that big laugh. Uh, the other thing is going to be, if you're going to tell stories, if you're going to write jokes, it doesn't matter either way. You need to learn how to add tags, right? Too many comedians do joke, punchline, move on to another thing, joke, punchline, move on to another thing, joke, punchline. You're wasting momentum. If you already have a setup and people are doing it, keep piling on. If you've ever watched an episode of The Simpsons, they will run a gag for as long as possible. That's what you're trying to do. It, it'll be like a donut gag. It'll be like... Uh, Cream donut, uh, you know, something donut. Blah, blah, blah. It'll make all these funny jokes about stuff. You'll see, like, even the title cards of stuff um, as they go through it until they just kind of run out, right? So maybe they're at Krusty Burger or whatever, and they're just like, it's the new Booger Burger and the Booger 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 Burger and the, you know, whatever. And then, like, just try to do, like, a thousand of those things. And those are the tags on of what you already know for Krusty Burger is to be about, right? The joke. Um, I hope that explain I explained that well. I mean, I was trying to think of like a legit Simpsons thing that I saw, but it's really just like 
You already have the setup. Everyone knows what you're trying to do. Just give as many punchlines as possible as you can, right? And every punchline after the after the first punchline is called a tag. So when you're writing jokes, just keep writing tags. Like keep writing punchlines as many as you can and test them all out because what'll happen is you're testing them on stage or like open mics and stuff. You'll find that like five out of 10 work. So now you're like, oh, how do I make these work in a longer bit? And then you set that up, you're there. Uh, use exaggeration, always exaggerate, right? Like that's one of those big things like, you know, I grew up on Yo Mama jokes. Do you guys remember Yo Mama jokes? They'd be like, Yo Mama is so fat. When she sits around the house, she sits around the house. You know, uh, your mama's so poor. I saw her kicking a can down the street. I asked her what she was doing and she said, moving, right? These are your mama jokes. Those are exaggerations. You know, your mom doesn't, isn't fat enough to sit around the house. You know that your mom isn't, someone isn't so poor that they're living in a can. Like these are, they're jokes or exaggerations, right? Um, and so that's what you want to do. Um, I am a huge fan of your mama jokes. I think they're the funniest things and I grew up on them. So for me, it's like, that makes sense. That joke style makes sense for me. I think George Wallace is one of those people who does yo mama jokes too. And so it's just like, it, I love that that's, that's still a thing. Uh, the next one's going to be use body language for, for emphasis. And the reason I say that is because too many communities just stand there. They stand there. They don't make faces. They don't make movements. They don't do giant exaggerations. Um, but if you think about good comedians or comedians that make you laugh, they do face stuff or uh, vo vocal ticks or movements. You know, Chris Rock paces. Gaffigan Head does like several voices. Um, who was I just watching the other day? Um, I can't even remember. I was watching another comedian the other day and they were doing, oh, Gary Owen. And he was doing like big movements and stuff like imitating a fight. Like it's just like... When you do that stuff, people get a sense of the full story. Um, and it's great because 55% of communication is body language. 38% is tone, right? And the other 7% is the actual words spoken. So when you get there, by the time you get through all that, they're watching how you present it. So if you're slumped over on the mic and they're like, oh, hey, guys, I want to tell you this joke. They're not going to – people aren't going to respond, right? Because, one, you're – your communicate your body language says I don't care, and your tone says I don't care, and then they're not going to listen to the words; they're going to tune out. So you got to do what they call they're called act outs. That's what you have to do to be able to do it. Uh, next one's going to be learn to swap dull words for funny words. Right? Uh, you always hear like the thing that letter K is the funniest word and whatever stuff like that, and it does. There are some K words that work well. Um, obviously, saying like KKK probably is not going to be the best way to go, but using um, Funny words that pop that are different are going to do it. Like, think of like if I'm talking about breakfast and I say, Yeah, I went and had breakfast the other day, or Hey, I had a Pop Tart the other day. That's funnier, right? Even though we all know what a Pop Tart is, the word Pop Tart's a little, a little interesting, you know? Um, so stuff like that. The next one's the next big thing is learn to make fun of yourself. Too many comedians take themselves seriously. And I know that that's weird to say, like, that doesn't sound like a normal thing. But you get up there and you think that, like, I am a comedy guru. I'm a comedy legend. I'm a comedy god. Whatever it is. And and they just, like, don't ever make fun of themselves. They make fun of everything else. Everyone else. All the other stuff. Never themselves. I love self-deprecating humor, right? I get it. I'm a, I'm a human. First of all, I'm a human. Humans make mistakes. All humans do it. Then, on top of that, I'm a guy. So, when I make a mistake, my wife tells me about it, right? I know. Because my wife told me I made a mistake. I didn't know that before that, but that's what I'm saying. These are the things, like, you have to make fun of yourself. Um, 
The next one's going to be write daily. I, I, too many comedians that I, and this is the weirdest part of like during the pandemic stuff, I reached out to people. I said, Hey, how's it going? Are you writing every day? What's going on? Oh, no, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it. I'm not really feeling writing. What? What do you mean? You're not feeling writing. Like that's your, like you want to be a comedian. You want to be a comedy writer. You want to be whatever, dude, you got to practice. You have to practice your craft. So write something every day. Jerry Seinfeld is a master of that, right? He wrote every day. Don't break the chain. Every day. I write a joke every single day. Are they good jokes? Not every one of them, right? I've told you this. Not every joke's a good joke, but I write every single day. And the last one's going to be practice your jokes off stage. I have a complete setup in my house. I have speakers, mic, all that stuff, because I also do shows like other places that are not clubs. I set up shows, do private gigs, whatever. I practice my jokes. I'll practice a new bit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to practice this. I want to hear it. And I'll record myself doing it. Then I'll go back and edit. Then I'll do it again. Then I'll go back and edit. And I'll just do that like five times. Because I know what's funny. I can hear it. I know what words are going to make people laugh. Do I know with 100% accuracy? No. But I learned from George Carlin. I learned from uh, Gene Perrette that there is a basic thing that if you know comedy, if you know what's funny, you're going to be able to make the things that you want to make. Like it's just, it'll, it'll work. Like you're going to make it work. So do that. You practice, you have to practice your bits. Even if that means working your bits into a conversation, don't tell someone, I'm going to test a joke on you, but you can also practice your bits on people like working in a conversation. Someone's talking about dogs. You have a funny dog bit that you're working on. Work it in the conversation. See how they react to it. If there's no laughs, obviously you need to go rework it. If there's laughs in places you didn't think there was going to be laughs, you're like, oh, that's interesting. We'll go back and add that or note that or make changes. And then if, you know, the punchlines fall flat, but other parts people laugh at, then you got to figure out like, what am I doing wrong? Did I write this incorrectly? Did I practice incorrectly? Like, what did I do? And the last one is honestly, have fun. Comedy is supposed to be fun, not just for the people coming to see you, but for the comedian. If you're, if it's, if you're slugging it out, like it's an office job in a cubicle, get out, get off stage, go do something else. Cause obviously you're not meant for comedy, but if you get up there and you have fun, like literally when I have fun at first, I get nervous and like sick before I go on stage every single time I get nervous, totally nervous. My stomach hurts. I go to the bathroom like four times. Like it's literally me being nerve wracked. Then I get on stage, I have fun, I enjoy it, and I never want to get off of stage. That's how I know it's fun because people are laughing, I'm laughing, I'm enjoying their laughter, they're enjoying me, enjoying the laughter. It's just a great, symbiotic, amazing relationship, and I love it. And that's how I know I'm supposed to do comedy. I hope these tips work out for you. I hope there's stuff that helps you here. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to answer questions. Also, please check out comedypreneur.com. I'll put the link in the show notes here. Check out it. There's a bunch of good blog advice, more advice coming. I'm uh, reaching out to filmmaker friends of mine and working on stuff uh, to make comedy films because I love comedy screenwriting and stuff. There's more stuff coming. So please like, please subscribe, please share Comedypreneur, the, not only the website, but this podcast, Comedypreneur Show, with people. Also, check out the Queen Comedy Podcast and check out my funny news monologue. This is so I can practice writing jokes every day. My funny news monologue, you already know. It comes out every week, every Monday. Um, Queen Comedy Podcast every Tuesday, Comedy Premier Show on Thursdays. Thanks and have a great week. Bye, guys.